Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Real Life with Chris podcast. I'm really excited today to have my cousin Alyssa Manulik on my podcast, and we are going to just have a little chit chat here about um, skincare and all the good stuff that she has learned and is going to help us through. So we are just going to jump right into it. All right. So... Hi, Allie. Thank you for joining us. Um, so jumping right in, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself? Yes. I grew up in Oakburn, Manitoba, and I went to school in Shoal Lake, which is a 10-minute drive. And then when I graduated, I went to school in Winnipeg to become a skincare technician, which is a three-hour drive. And I lived there for about a year moved back home wasn't really sure what I wanted to do and then I just recently moved to Deloraine with my boyfriend and I'm doing aesthetics out of our home and I work at the daycare awesome so um, just for some of our younger listeners out there that maybe are just getting out of school or starting to look into things um, for college or university or what they might want to do when they're done school um, just curious if you can kind of tell us like what made you get into the skincare line of work or like what drew you to that side of things Well, I knew that I couldn't go to university and sit in classes and do all that kind of stuff because I struggled just throughout high school as well. And I've always been interested in skincare and mixing things, going into my mom's cupboard and using all her products. And And we know she has a lot. Yeah. (laughs) So I just decided to go into aesthetics because even if it wasn't something I did full-time I could fall back onto it and I ended up really liking it and it's fun and it's relaxing and you get to try so many new things yeah awesome so do you think there's like a little bit of a stigma around like you know going to finishing high school and then it's like okay you have to go to university or college like so could you just maybe talk into that a bit like we don't have to, right? Like, it, we have to just follow our heart or what we kind of like. Yes, for sure. Like, even in grade 10 is when you start, like, picking your classes to know, like, what you should already know what you want to do so you could pick the right classes. So there's definitely a stigma. Like, you have to pick what you want. You have to know what you want to do in, like, grade 10 and continue with that and go to school for two years at least and whatnot which I knew that that wouldn't work for me and I had no idea what I wanted to do so in the end I think it would have just been a waste of time for myself for sure absolutely so I'm maybe going off our line here a little bit but um just in saying that too like there's so much change with going from high school and then like living in a smaller town we have to move to a city to go to school of course because there's nothing offered out here so even that big change is it it was nice probably a good transition for you to be in the city for a shorter amount of time than say if you were to commit to like four years of university or something yeah because I yeah in the end it was starting to just get weird like it's not my 
place, lots of people and everything, but it definitely was a good experience as well, Mm -hmm. just from being in a very small town and just seeing that there's actually more people out there and different people because everyone in a small town is the same. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. So just meeting new people and finding people that have the same interests as you probably. So um, jumping back into our skincare stuff, what would you say is um, your favorite service that you offer to your clients? I do like doing a basic facial just because it can be very customizable and relaxing. And But I do also like doing enzyme peels, even though I haven't offered that really as a service to anyone, but I learned them in school and it's like a chemical peel, but it's not as intense, I guess. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's just like a mask, but it's exfoliating and it's all natural. It's from fruit. So I like that side of it as well. Awesome. So in saying that, um, do you have any specific skincare brand that you would recommend or does it depend kind of on the product you're using? Or I suppose, um, in that too, like probably just depends on the type of skin people have. Yeah, definitely depends on product, like certain products, like every type of skin brand has a better I guess their favorite product that they've made but I have been using Glymed Plus recently on myself and on clients and I've seen nothing but great results I like the ingredients they use and they have lots of products to choose from and different lines but I do like the ordinary and the inky list because they are a bit more affordable than a very professional line um, and can you tell our listeners where they might find something like that? Is it something you get in a drugstore or something you'd have to order online? Or where would they find these better skincare? Um, the Inky List and The Ordinary are in Sephora. I don't, they're not a drugstore, I don't think. But yeah, so in Sephora or online on their own website. But Glymed Plus you have to get on the website or through an esthetician. Okay. Um, And just follow up there. Sometimes if people are going through um, different steps in their skincare, do you think that you need to use the same brand or does it matter if you have, say, um, an ordinary cleanser and then an essence Mm -hmm. like mask and then a moisturizer from a different company? Does that matter? I think using the same product for everything is beneficial just because all their ingredients are kind of linked, but I don't think it really matters if you have a different moisturizer. Personally, I have like the same cleanser and exfoliator, but I have a different moisturizer, but that just works better for me. Okay. So, because usually I guess when they uh, formulate their products, they kind of make them to work together within the same brand. Yeah. Okay. Um... And if you were to only use one product, if um, someone was just getting into skincare and just maybe say for affordability or something, they could only use one or get one, um, what would you recommend? Like you mean like a cleanser or a moisturizer? Yeah, yeah. Definitely sunscreen, even though that seems weird or different, but sunscreen has so many benefits for every age. Obviously, it prevents skin cancer and aging, 
makes you look more glowy, everything. It's good for sunspots, sun damage, definitely sunscreen. Perfect. And in saying that, because I just got a facial from Melissa and it was amazing, um, but you put the sunscreen on at the very end of our facial and we kind of discussed that, but would you put sunscreen on um, after you cleanse and like do your routine uh, before you put your makeup on or would you put it after or does it kind of depend on which one you're using? I guess it depends on what you're using. Like for me, I do, I don't put lots of foundation on. So sometimes I just put on my sunscreen before my foundation because it's still very light. But if you were doing like a full glam of yeah. makeup, if you had a powder found or a powder sunscreen, I'd put that on last or a spray sunscreen. I'd put that on last. Awesome. Um, and I guess in saying that, I've heard of SPF being in some products. Mm -hmm. um, is that enough, or would you say that you need a sun, a extra sunscreen on top of that? Um, it would depends how much is in there. Like if it was very low, I would, I would say just put more on because you never actually know. A brand could put like 1% sunscreen in there and say that it's sun like right. 30 SPF but right so I would always just add a little bit more so more is better yeah okay especially during the really sunny times yeah. I suppose um so just kind of going back to that question of step two to it um would you say that you you said sunscreen was great for any kind of skin type or like any age. Mm -hmm. um, would your answer change with what you would recommend, say, for young skin versus aging skin, aside from sunscreen? Yeah. Well, with like, with aging, people start using aging products when they like see that they're aging. Mm -hmm. But I like think, signs of wrinkles. And yeah. Stuff. yeah. So I think like no matter what your age is, I think you should start using any like sunscreen to help prevent aging and retinol and eye cream because that will actually prevent it. Mm -hmm. Whereas if you're older and you just started seeing wrinkles and whatnot, that isn't going to make them disappear, but it will help. As well as like when you're starting, when you're 13 and you've just became a teenager, definitely that's when you should start washing your face and using things. But you don't have to use an, a retinol at that early age, right. but to start washing your face as soon as you can, I think is best and using retinols in your early 20s. Perfect. Yeah, that's kind of what I was wondering about when you should start using anti-aging because I suppose when you already have the wrinkles, it's like yeah. you want to probably start earlier to prevent yeah. them from setting in. A little harder probably to work with them after. Um, yeah, so then and then with girls, you were saying when you hit your teenage years, like would that be kind of like around puberty when you should really start worrying about like your face and doing better skincare routines yeah because that's usually when everyone just starts breaking out and going through all your hormones mm -hmm. and everything so just to get at least a cleanser in there and then or a moisturizer you don't have to have a full-on skincare routine but just the basics I think is best for when you start hitting puberty and everything so um would you recommend using a cleanser or is just a good soap and water um, good enough at that point 
I would recommend a cleanser. I know a lot, even when I was a teenager, I would just use my body wash, but right. now that makes me cringe. <laughs> but yeah, just a cleanser. It doesn't have to be anything expensive, but not just a bar soap or your body wash. So something more specific yeah. for faces. Okay, sounds good. Um, okay, so as we're starting to get into spring and seeing the sun, um, I can definitely say from my background, like with hair and that, that it's definitely a drier season. And I'm sure with um, skincare, it's the same, or with our skin, it's actually the same for sure. Um, is there any specific ingredients that we should be looking for in our products um, for better moisture in that when we're looking for our skincare? Um, any moisturizer that has ceramides listed on the front, like I know CeraVe says that they have ceramides in there. So anything with ceramides, definitely hyaluronic acid. The ceramides would help moisturize and the hyaluronic will lock it all in. Fragrance-free, because fragrance dries you out. Mm -hmm. Good to know. And yeah, anything non-comogenic because that won't clog your pores. That's... Oh. That is very good information. So um, hyaluronic acid, that's really good for moisture. And the ceramides, is yeah. that what you said? Okay. Yeah, awesome. I use, I like um, First Aid Beauty Ultra Repair Cream. I've recommended that to lots of people and they like it. But I feel like it's more of a winter thing because I use it more in, in the, the winter because it's thicker. Okay. Perfect. So following up with that question um do, and I guess you kind of led into it um do you change your skincare routine throughout the year um or is it always the same like you said with that one it's mm -hmm. thicker so you kind of use it more in the winter so you kind of adjust your moisturizer is there anything else that you would adjust throughout the year um I don't do any chemical peels really in the summer if I know I'm going to be like in direct sunlight a lot or using HAs or BHAs which is like salicylic acid, lactic acid, glycolic acid or even vitamin C just because that makes you way more sensitive so obviously you'll get sunburnt more easy so I don't usually use any acid type things in the summer but yeah, other than that using I do use more sunscreen in the summer I reapply more even though I, you should still do that in the winter time, but mm -hmm. yeah, I just reapply more sunscreen and use a thicker moisturizer in the winter time. Awesome. Um, so that is very interesting what you were saying about the acids. So I'm curious if one was to use those acids or the vitamin C serum in that during the summer, would the would this um, sunscreen protect? your skin or is it something that you probably should just omit i would just yeah not use it well the sunscreen would help but you're just still very much sensitive you could like maybe get a few more like just irritation and sun spots and that okay. just yeah. that's just a recipe for disaster that's very good to know because those are things that i use so yeah. i'm i never realized i shouldn't use them in the summer so very good to know. Um, <clears throat> is at-home skincare routines beneficial or is getting treatments enough 
what would you recommend? Like, so if someone say like me today came in for a facial, um, is that going to last me till the next time I come or I should be doing stuff at home too? Definitely doing an at home routine will make your results for your facial or whatever treatment you got better. But after you got a facial, you shouldn't wash your face for a day at least, just so everything can soak in. But having a good routine like a cleanser, exfoliator, any type of serum, and your moisturizer is very good and will help you get the results that you're looking for, for sure. Awesome. So how long um, should you wait in between treatments? So, like... For example, my facial um, got one today. Like, can I come for one tomorrow? <laughs> no. I'd say three to four weeks is usually a good waiting time. That's the time that'll give your skin time to have its cell turnover, which is just the renewing of your skin and your cells. So, But for like a more medical treatment, I do wait. The full four weeks or more just because like for microneedling or something like that it just did a little bit more damage so to have everything built up back again is best but a basic facial I would say three weeks okay um so um I guess going into our next question here um what are some of the special treatments that you offer and if you could kind of explain a little bit about them Oh, I do the basic facial like I said so that's good for everyone just because you can customize it and you could really add anything onto that but I do a lot of medical treatments which is like a chemical peel it, there's so many different kinds of them for many different skin concerns but you would just put that solution over your face a few times until you see frosting which is just whitening of the skin in certain areas and then a mask and you're done and that's just exfoliating your skin or if you have acne like putting that on your acne like salicylic lactic is for moisturizing glycolics for aging there's so many different ones um enzyme peels like i said before i haven't been really offering them but it's basically the same as a chemical peel, but it's all natural, usually from fruits like strawberries or oranges, papaya, a lot of papaya. Um, microneedling I do, and that's using little needles in circular motions. It's like with a pen, circular motions all over your skin, and they're making wounds technically, and that's just going to help your skin will rebuild itself and you'll have more collagen appear more firm plump brand new <laughs> brand new woman perfect sounds um, good <laughs> microderm abrasion that's a machine kind of also like the pen kind of shape with a diamond tipped end and that's going all over your face taking off dead skin cells removing some of the dirt out of your pores and that'll just leave you feeling more smoother and appearing brighter um, what else do i do dermaplaning that's a very good one that's also just another type of exfoliating taking off some peach fuzz too dead skin cells and 
yeah, that's just making you appear more brighter, smoother. That's really good if you want to have more smoother looking makeup as well. High frequency, that's just a wand. It has like a little electric current and that's very good for killing bacteria. That's the main reason I think I would use it for acne, but it's also good to just get the blood flowing and you'll look more plump and brighter as well. I think that's really what I offer. I can't fully remember. Okay, so I have a couple follow-ups to that if I can mm-hmm. ask you. Um, so I know that you've done the microneedling on me too, and I, I, it was a brand new experience for me. It was kind of cool. But um, you can customize that too, right? Because I remember you saying yeah. like you can use more needles or less um, depending. And um, for anyone that's nervous of needles mm-hmm. like myself, um, can you tell us a bit about how you prep, I guess, or what you helped me to do before? <laughs> yeah, so you first, well, you cleanse and all, everything, but then you put on a numbing cream and that'll sit for 15 minutes to make sure you're very numb. And yeah, I've gotten it done and I don't, I haven't really felt anything. Mostly you just, it shakes a bit like on your nose where your bones kind of are, but other than that, you shouldn't feel it. And yeah, you can use less needles is better for more bigger wrinkles that you want to get rid of just because there's less of them. So they're going in deeper and more needles is better if you're just wanting like something more like just on your forehead if you didn't have lots of wrinkles I would use like 35 needles instead of if you have a big wrinkle I would use 12 and you can also add different serums in there too for more customization like I usually just use a hyaluronic because that's really moisturizing but Mm -hmm. yeah awesome no that's great um my second follow-up was about the um planning. I always forget them. Um, so there's, I think, a little bit of a um, a myth, I guess you could say, um, where some people think it's well, it is sort of like shaving, but different. Mm-hmm. So some people are th- are worried that their their uh, hair would come back thicker or more. So could you just like tell us? Um, just bust that myth, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I feel like people think it comes back more just because after it's all gone, you've realized like how smooth you are and how you have no hair. Mm-hmm. So when it starts to grow back, I think they think it comes back more, but that's not true at all. It's just like when you shave, like you don't have more hair coming back. It's yeah, it's you a just myth. Notice. I think it's a myth. I think you just you just notice, you notice it, more. it more. Right. Okay sounds good um and then with the high frequency I also kind of remember that you um had you did different things with it right so you can do it on your face but Mm -hmm. you can also yeah I was gonna say that so go ahead just talk to us about that um you can use there's like different wands so you can use the hair for your hair so it's like a brush and using it through your hair and that's really good to help stimulate hair growth and I actually really enjoy that and I think it does work a little bit I was doing it more like on my baby hairs and I did notice some growth for sure just stimulating the follicle and yeah awesome uh can men use that for yeah. hair loss yeah <laughs> <laughs> good okay good to know um 
Okay, let me see here. Um, do you offer skincare recommendations? Yes, anyone can always message me and I will help them with whatever they need. And I do also help with making skin, like a skin routine. Like for you, I mm -hmm. recommended some products. So yeah. yeah, I like to do that. And they are working great. I can definitely... Um, vouch for her recommendations they're very good and they were very affordable so it was great um is there different ages when different products should be added to the routine i think we kind of touched on this um a little bit with the retinol and yeah. eye cream and um so that was interesting today in our service when you were talking to me about eye cream and just the different um pore sizes. sizes so do you want to just talk to that a little bit yeah. for people that might not know I know lots of people think like an eye cream because eye creams are usually more on the expensive side compared to a normal moisturizer but people just think when they put their moisturizer underneath their eyes it's doing the same thing but the pores under your eyes are very small so it takes a long time for a normal face moisturizer to soak into your under eyes so definitely an eye cream is better because they made the formula easier to go into your smaller pores perfect so that that makes sense then why it's maybe a bit more expensive the formula is different mm -hmm. and I mean you definitely don't use as much so yeah. it, it goes a lot further when you get your little tube of eye cream and you're wondering how yeah. come you spend so much <laughs> money um okay so um lastly and I thank you so much for all your information but if people did want to get in touch with you where can they find you like where do you hang out do you put your stuff on Instagram where can they find you? Yeah, my Instagram is underscore mk dot aesthetics underscore. <laughs> Perfect. So Perfect. two underscores. We can, I can put that in the notes here so people can find you. And um, they can message you there for recommendations if they wanted. Is yep. that the best way for them Just to do that? DM me. Awesome. And what about... Um, if people wanted to get you to do a treatment, where do you offer your treatments? In Deloraine, Manitoba, just in my home. So all of that information's on my Instagram as well. Perfect. Sometimes I come back to Oakburn area to do services as well. Perfect, so they can find you there. Well, thank you so much for your information. Um, I think you've helped a lot of people. I'm sure you've answered some questions, definitely helped me along the way. Um, helping me to feel younger. <laughs> um, was there anything else you wanted to add in before we close? No, I don't think so. Just don't be afraid to send me a message if you have any questions. And yeah. And sunscreen's important. Yeah, definitely. That's my, if any, you're going to take any information from this, sunscreen is very important. And I'm sure we've all heard that before, right? Yeah. But until you really get into it, you don't really realize, right? So thank you for that information and thank you for coming on. And we look forward to discussing more with you later. So again, ladies, if you want to reach out to Alyssa, she's on Instagram. Um, I will tag her Instagram below um but her personal what's your personal one again just in case if they want to um, reach you there 
like the aesthetics one or my like, your personal um it's just my first name and my last name okay so under Alyssa <laughs> yeah. Manulik so if for some reason you can't find the other one then you can always message her there and she can help you out but thank you thank you again for all your information and I want to thank all of our listeners for tuning in today and I hope that you took something away from Alyssa's information and I thank you for tuning in and if you like this episode I hope that you will head on over to wherever you're listening to your podcast and subscribe to the real life with Chris podcast leave rate and review and yes thank you again bye